good evening and welcome to midnight combos with your girl tiffany nicole convo number three we're moving right along what's good with everybody make sure you hit me up on facebook tiffany nicole make sure you connect with me on twitter our queen tiffany email me at midnight convo 247 at gmail.com and make sure make sure you subscribe you rate you review and you share this sh- podcast all across the world i need you you, you got friends on Facebook. Just let them know that this show is on Midnight Covers with Tiffany Nicole. Let them know. They need to know that this show is on and that I'm rocking for you. All right. I'm under the weather a little bit, but we're going to keep it moving and grooving. Um, I've got a lot of things I want to talk about tonight. You know, I'm just, I'm kind of fed up with people. You know, people do some wild and crazy shit. You know, I think people do things just for attention. People do things without really thinking about the consequences of their actions. They just do things. And, you know, I'm going through the news and I'm looking at different stories. And the stories that stood out the most for me are like things that just don't make no type of sense to me. No type of sense. You know, I want to get into bad parenting. We talked about the gorilla. The incident in Cincinnati where the gorilla had to be put down. But today, I want to talk about the Japanese parents in Japan. Now, being stupid, common sense, sometimes, (laughs) you know, it really doesn't matter who you are. You can lack common sense and you can make stupid, idiotic decisions. This is all the shit that you don't do as a parent. Even though if you are a parent... A parent, you know that there are no manuals when it comes to this parenting thing. You just do a lot of things by trial and error because you're going to be faced with many different things. But this shit right here that I'm about to talk about is one of those things that you just don't do. And common sense says not to do it. But sometimes common sense just, you know, goes out the window. So let's talk about these parents in Japan. So I guess these parents, they have a seven-year-old boy. And I guess this boy was being a little mischievous. He was doing a lot of different things that he shouldn't do. And at that age and being a boy, you know, boys do shit. They get into shit just to get into shit. That's just the nature of the business. If you have a boy, I have a boy. I know how it is. They do things because they want to test their limit. They want to see what they can do. And so as a form of punishment, what the parents did was they took him out to the mountains, right? really nice to go into the mountains having a day out in the mountains right but no 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 this wasn't like a treat this was definitely a penalty a punishment discipline what the parents decided to do was to leave their child their seven-year-old child in the mountains they left the the little boy in a bear infested mountain bear infested mountains so they talk to him you know i guess they gave him a drink of coke pop soda whatever they call it in japan and you know they told him to get out the car so they let the child out the car and when he got out the car they bolted the in the opposite direction and they left this seven-year-old boy in a bear infested mountains and they just went about their, their business. They, they they was moseying along the road and, 
you know, just, I don't know. I guess the, the kid is in the background and I guess they keep moving a little further down the road and they don't longer see the child no more. So I guess some time goes past. Not sure how much time has gone past. And they, 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 they kind of thought, you know, something clicked in their mind that, you know, this shit ain't right. This don't feel right. I don't know if it was the best decision to leave our seven-year-old boy in a bear-infested mountains. I don't think that that's kind of smart. So they go back to try to find the kid and lo and behold, the kid is not there. You know, maybe he was chewed up. Maybe the fucking bears got him in their habitat, right? That that would, would, would normally happen if you have a seven-year-old boy. Think about it. My son is four years old. He's like a twig. He's little. And I have a domestic animal, a dog. My dog is, I would say, maybe 70 pounds. My dog can easily manhandle my four-year-old son. Now, think about this. They left their seven-year-old boy in a bear-infested mountains where you have fucking bears that can go 400, 500 pounds easily, right? What the fuck did they think was going to happen to this little boy? Arms, legs, body, (laughs) different pieces of of this boy will be found all along the trails of these mountains, right? But guess what? There was a guardian angel on the side of this, this, this little boy. You had somebody, an angel up above watching this child because... You know, the parents got scared. They called 911. The cops came. And initially, they tried to stunt. They, they were fronting. They was basically saying that the kid, you know, was looking for wild vegetables. And they turned their back. And he disappeared. Okay, that shit don't even sound right. You don't turn your back that quickly and your child is gone. Like, what the fuck? Is he like Dash from The Incredibles? He's super fast that you just, whoo, he's, he's gone? Stop. That doesn't, that's how fishy from the get go. So, you know, the cops are questioning them, trying to figure out, trying to piece everything together. And I guess, you know, nerves, you know, them being really sincerely scared and, you know, realizing that they fucked up. Like, aha, you, you know, you done fucked up now. You know, my child could actually have lost his life in these woods because of the poor decision that I made. So they eventually tell the the police that hey they let the child out and you know the reason being because he was you know not being the best child and they wanted to teach teach him a lesson so with that being said you know they're they call out on a watch so everybody's the police you know the the fire squad the search team they're all looking for this boy and I don't know if it was a day, two days, or whatever the case may be. I think it was a couple of days. They finally found the boy, right? And fortunately for them, the boy was, you know, not harmed. But the funny thing is, is that this story happened in Japan. And I know it's in a different country, but it's making the news. So different outlets are aware of this situation. But unlike the gorilla situation that happened in Cincinnati, this is not getting a lot of press. And maybe maybe it's because it's in a different country that it's not picking up a lot of traction. But I'm just so curious how this is not an issue. 
how this is not getting the media coverage as the family in Cincinnati where they are now pursuing charges on these parents because they had to put this gorilla down. So I'm wondering what will be the outcome of this situation in Japan? Will they actively pursue these parents or neglect? Because obviously, you know, that was neglectful. When you fucking put, you actually told the, 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 the bears, hey, come get my son. Right? You basically gift wrapped your child, your baby, and just said, hey, come get him. Come get him. And luckily, he had the, had the, the wherewithal to figure things out and make it on his own for two days and survive i think they said they found him in a hut or he went to a hut and he he found water so he he wasn't dehydrated but it's just like if i i'm gonna follow up on this situation and i better hear that there's some fucking charges on these parents because they will come at the certain parents with the fucking book but then other situations they won't so I wonder if the circumstances would be different if this was in the U.S. Maybe it would happen. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not the one to make that um, guarantee. But I know that this is such, this is so similar to the situation that we we discussed on our first convo that it's just like, what's going to happen to this? Parents are fucking dumb. Parents make silly mistakes. And that's like the dumbest fucking, the dumbest situation that you could ever put your child in how are you teaching your child you're not going to teach them you're going to you know kill them you're literally going to kill your child i don't know what they expected to be the outcome with this situation i really don't know <laughs> like what are you going to do when they find limbs and his shoes and shit and blood and trails of blood because you decided to teach your child a lesson by Gift wrapping, gift wrapping him and putting him to the to the bears and the wolves and everything else that's in the mountains and the woody woody area. Like, come on, man, we got to do better than that. We have to do better than that. Like I said, there's no manual on how to be a parent, but I damn sure know that putting my child in a situation like that is not in his best interest. We could all agree on that, right? crazy shit this is this is definitely you gotta file this as things that make you go hmm right <laughs> crazy i i don't understand it right it, it, it's, it's i i still i i'm going to go on the internet today and just to figure out some more information see what what's gonna be the outcome i definitely want to know what they're gonna do as far as charges against these against this family they need to, this child should not be in their custody right now. Right? Can we agree? Can we agree that this child needs to be taken away from his family? That's all I'm going to say. I, I'm done with this. But I just want to let you know, I'm going to tell you, this is the shit, the silly shit that crazy parents do to their kids. So mark that as one of the dumbest fucking parents ever. Moving right along. What's going on with... Okay, it's just a couple of things I want to talk about. And I don't know what to start with first. But let's talk about Prince. So, I guess yesterday, the news broke that 
Prince had died from an accidental overdose. So sorry to hear. I mean, such a legend, such a talented individual, so much music, so much talent, so much generosity. You know, we always talking about the music when we're talking about um, Prince and the music stands for itself. But from what I hear, the man that he was, the individual that he was, when you hear people talk about him, how he gave uh, money to different organizations, how he helped different people out and didn't want any credit. He didn't want his name attached of to all the good deeds that he did within the community. Um, and, you know, he, he had his hands on a lot of different things behind the scenes that you would just would never know about. So beyond being a great artist, he was a great person. So I hope that he, you know, people allow him to rest in peace, rest in paradise and this can just be a chapter that is closed. What I have a problem with is this. I think fucking people are so phony. So phony. And I don't know what how else to say this. And this is my point. This is the reason why I say so. When Prince was alive, right? When Prince was alive, people made fun of him people questioned his sexuality people talked about the way he looked how tall he was how feminine he was how little he was you know people he was he was a running joke for so long yes people appreciated his music he was such a mockery you know but when we when he was alive did we truly appreciate him all right, and the same goes for Michael Michael Jackson. Same goes for Whitney Houston. You think about it. When Michael was alive, I'm not talking about the beginning, the early Michael, the thriller, off the wall Michael. I'm talking about the later on Michael when he his appearance has completely changed. He morphed into a white woman. People made fun of him. Constantly, people had more jokes about Michael than anybody you know else that was a celebrity. Michael was a running joke. People talked about his sexuality. People talked about him fucking little boys. People talk about you know his music, him being gay. Similar to Prince. Similar to Prince, you know they questioned his sexuality. They 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 cast him in a bad light for so long, for so long. But now that he's dead and he's gone, now we try to appreciate or act like we appreciated and respected his talents, right? We want to get on that bandwagon and cry and post different shits or, you know, or Facebook and Twitter, RIP the king. And come on, when he was alive, y'all yeah, didn't fuck with Michael Jackson towards the end of his career, towards the end of his life, you know, that the ending stage. Nobody was rocking Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? So it's just amazing to me. Same thing with Whitney. Whitney is my all-time favorite singer. And I, from a little girl, from the time that I discovered Whitney and understood her music and had appreciation for her and her talent, 
I mean, even as a young girl, I knew that Whitney was a talent like no other. I was a young girl and I was singing a at the top of my lungs, a Whitney Houston song and not the shit that was singles. I was singing the, the CD songs, the CD songs that people don't know about unless you have the fucking CD. Right. That was me. I was singing Whitney from, you know, the first album all the way to the, the greatest hits album. I had everything, anything that, that was put out the soundtracks, the preacher's wife, way to hell, um, all that shit. Bodyguard, I have it. I I had it and I still have it. Right? Because I was a true, true fan. And I was defending Whitney from the time that I, you know, I I can remember in eighth grade, you know, me being a Whitney fan and defending her to the fullest. Not only because she's Whitney, but she was a Jersey girl. And I stand and represent Jersey all day. So that was just an added factor. But people didn't respect her. People didn't care about what she did, what she stood for, her fucking talent. Like, her talent, her voice was a like a treasure. Like, I felt so sad for her that she, you know, abused her talent and didn't realize how special she was to people. You know, she had a... a, a a way to make you feel so good listening to Whitney's music right now I I sometimes cry because it's just like a, a talent that was so wasted a talent that wasn't able to you know fully flourish the way that she should and yes we know that she could say yes we know that she was talented but when you say Whitney Houston, when you say her name, when you say Michael Jackson's name, when now when you say Prince's name, there's always other shit that people say before they say, man, he was so great or she was great. She's so talented. You know, oh, with Whitney, oh, she was a fucking crackhead. You know, she's a crack fiend. She fucking married Bobby Brown and this and that. And she just this, that. You know, they talk about the pictures that was on the the National Enquirer, that type of shit. That's how people remember her, right? So we didn't give people their fucking respect, their proper due when they were alive. But we cry, <laughs> we cry like like our own mother died when when they pass away, and that's the shit that I can't stand. It's like don't give people their flowers when they're dead, right? They can't smell them then. You know, let them know who they are, what they are, what they mean to you, what they have done for you, their music, when they are alive. Because sometimes the time just becomes too late, right? And, and now we want to have posters and, you know, do have these holograms and shit with Whitney and Michael and Prince. And it's just like, come on, be real. Be fucking real. And I'm not saying that you can't be a, a fan of theirs and you still could uh, point out the obvious. You know, oh, that, you know, Whitney suffered for, from substance, substance abuse or Michael had a lot of different allegations that he was touching and fondling little boys. I get that. But it's just like, you can't talk about them like they a piece of shit when they were alive and then, oh, oh, oh my God, oh my God, and they're deaf. It just doesn't seem right to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. All right, so that really just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I just, at the end of the day, I hope they let Prince rest in peace. 
I hope they let him rest in peace. I don't understand why it's so fucking important to find out how he died. Is it any of our businesses to know how he died? Right? He wanted to have an autopsy. I mean, he wanted to be cremated. Quick, done. It's it's over with. Why do we need to know the, know the the final stages, the final days of his life? Why do we need to know? Is that our business? It's not for the public to know how he lived his life inside of the walls of his compound. It's not our business to know that he had a addiction to medication. It's not our business to know that he had a lot of doctors that were supplying him with medication. It's not our business. What he put out his art for, for art form, his music. That's what our business is. That's what we need to know. That's what we should inquire about. But as far as all the, the details of how he lived his life or what he did behind closed doors, that shit does not, should not matter to us, right? But the news, every time I turned on the news, especially in the first few days that he passed away, it was, hey, breaking news this, breaking news that, oh, we found a, a medication in his house that he did not have a prescription for so the fuck what what you gonna do now it's after the fact he's dead he's gone what can you do it's just that we nosy motherfuckers that's what our society is we do everything for um, a media we do anything for attention for ratings and i'm talking about the the news outlets you know it's not really in his best interest or his family's best interest it's just really to exploit exploit them they were exploited in in life and now they exploited in death how fitting right how fitting and i hope it really doesn't get ugly when it comes to his family right it seems like it might go that way you feel me i i, I pray that it doesn't because he was such a private private individual but I don't think this situation is going to be private because he didn't have kids, right? And he, he wasn't married. He was divorced two times. So he has no spouse. He has no kids. So his fucking estate, which he supposedly was estimated to be worth about $400 million, And then he has his catalog. So it's a lot of money at stake. A lot of money at stake. And I hope that they don't divide the family based on off his money. Because I know he has one biological sister. And then he has a few half-siblings. And I don't know how their relationship was. I don't know how close he was to to these um, siblings. But everybody wants their, their piece of prints. Everybody wants something. So they're going to leave with a lot of money. And I, I, I just hope it doesn't get ugly, right? But everybody feels that they're entitled to it. And that's the sad part. Like this man worked all his life to, you know, make it to where he, he was, you know, to get his masters back. And he can't even enjoy that. He, fi he finally, like recently he got his masters back. And now, you know, he's no longer here to say all the hard work and all the dedication to his craft. He's finally got his shit. And people don't realize people used to, you know, say that Prince was weird and he's odd and this, that, and the third, but this dude, he stood for so much, especially when it came to fighting the music industry. You know, it was a reason why he didn't go by Prince for so many years. It was a reason why he went by a symbol. 
right? Because he was going against the grain. Everybody was just taking what the fucking music industry was giving them when it came to, you know, the music, owning their masters and things of that nature. And he was obligated to do different albums. But, you know, he, he didn't want to be signed under those those obligations, right? So that's how he rocked out and got away with it based on using the symbol. So when he fulfilled his contract, hey, I can take my name back because, you know, I don't owe you guys anything, right? So he was ahead of his time when it came with dealing with these shady motherfuckers in this music industry. And people don't really understand that. Ahead of his time. So with that being said, I just want to say R.I.P. to Prince. You know, you meant so much to so many people. You know, Purple Rain still rings to this day. You know, Do Me Baby is one of my favorite songs. When Doves Cry, Diamonds and Pearls. I can go on and on. You know, and I'm not from the era of when Prince was really on fire. You know, I discovered Prince so much later. But I just remember him being this cool fucking individual guy. He he he, he kind of knocked down all the stereotypes of what a male masculine person is supposed to be. Because he was the most feminine dude that you would meet. But he had the baddest bitches. The baddest chicks. So, you know, I just respect people and I respect who you are and what you do and how you live your life. And I just hope that he can rest easy knowing that he made a mark in this world with his music and not just with his music, but just his generosity and appreciation for mankind. So one love to Prince rest easy and the details, the details of your death matters Two fucks, I can care less, you know. So, R.I.P. Prince, all right? Moving right along. What's going on? What is going on? It's like my brother Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? I'm just trying to understand the society. I'm just trying to understand and put my mind around how the world works I, I I don't understand how people think I don't understand how and why people do the things that they do I say this because in Texas a teacher a authority figure she's 24 years old she was just arrested recently for fucking and being impregnated by her 13 year old student crazy right absolutely crazy and she's 24 years old. Her child's father is 13. He's a, he's a student of hers. But that's sad. That's really sad, you know, it's, and very unfortunate because, you know, as a child, a 13-year-old boy, all you're thinking about is getting your shit off. You're thinking about having sex and having sex with your teachers like your um, wildest dream. It's for it to happen. You know, you, you can't believe it. You're like, oh, shit, this is really going down. But the effects that this relationship can have on you long term is so much bigger than people can even comprehend, especially at 13 years old. So the effects of this relationship will have so much effect on this child, this young boy, further, further down the line. But what I was reading was that the parents of this little boy, this minor, this child, 
knew about the relationship and they kind of approved of the relationship that this teacher, this grown ass woman had with this 13 year old boy. (laughs) So it's like, what is going on? So I understand a 13 year old boy, why he would want to have sex with a 24 year old woman. I get that. I don't understand how a 24 year old woman will want to have sex with a 13 year old boy. That shit is, I don't understand that. I really don't understand that. Like they not even, they don't even know how to fucking properly clean their asses. And you, you, you banging them. You, you having sex with a 13 year old boy that still got Similac and boogers in his nose. Like he don't barely wipe his ass. Right. Okay. So you do with a 13 year old boy. I don't, I, I just don't understand how, I, I don't understand that. How do you, they, they're, they're children, right? They're children and he's your student. So you know, he's a child. Nasty, straight nasty. And there's a place for you in hell when you do things like that. But for the parents to be on board with their child being sexually abused, because, you know, that's what happened. That's what it's called when you have sex with a minor, right? Statutory rape. That's what it is, right? But the shit that bothers me is that now more than ever, there are more cases like this. And it's not just the, the male teachers, as as I'm just expressing to you right now. Female teachers are doing the same thing. But the one thing that I realize is teachers that are females as fucking little kids, they're not getting the same amount of time as the males, the male teachers as fucking little girls. And I, I have a problem with that because... If you are an authority figure, you're a teacher, principal, whatever, a mentor, a church member, whatever the case may be, you cannot be having sex with these kids. You just cannot be doing it. Whether male, female, shim, doesn't matter. You can't have sex with these minors. And the fact that it's kind of like, looked at as 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 cool you know it's like the the vogue the in thing to do for these teachers these grown-ass female teachers to be sexing these little boys i find it appalling right the fact that they can do this and they can walk out of jail prison sometimes they don't even get prison time they get a slap on the wrist right they're back in society and people don't look at them at the same way as they would a man Right. But if you if it's a man that's having sex with a female student, you know, the book is thrown at him. You know, he's a sex offender, obviously. And now, you know, he's looked at looked at so crazy like he's a pervert and which he is. But so can be said, say it said for the female teacher that's doing the same thing. The same thing that can can be said. And I, I don't like that. There's double double standards with that. Like if you're a teacher and you have sex with a student, whether male or female, you need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Right? It it doesn't make a difference to me, male or female. Wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. And um, it's just more and more cases like that. There was a case a couple of years ago in Maplewood, New Jersey. Jersey is my, my, it's my state. I, I represent Jersey to the fullest, right? 
<laughs> and the teacher, I think she just got like probation. Probation. Right? And, and it just doesn't seem enough. See, you couldn't tell me as a parent that this is occurring going on with my child. I wouldn't be okay with with it at, at number one. And then I, I I just wouldn't chew this. I wouldn't swallow this so easily. Like, you might have to save me a spot and get your bail buddy up because I'm going to have some issues and some words with this individual that just violated my, my child. I'm not going to take this easy. Nah, this don't work for me that you can have sex with my, my child, a grown-ass individual. No. You're going to have to see me. There's going to be justice for your your actions. There's going to be consequences for you popping it open for a 13-year-old child. Consequences. Right? You know, I, I don't know. I, I just think we live in a fucked up world. A really, really, really fucked up world. And I... I I, it's it's kind of sad because, you know, you we have children. If you have children, you know, it's the best beautiful thing in the world to give life, create life, and to watch something that you created just morph into this individual with ideals um, that have um, thoughts and want to be independent. It's a beautiful thing. But to bring your child into this crazy, crazy world, it, sometimes you got to think, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth bringing your kids it's, uh, growing up in this fucked up world that we live in? I don't know. That's a question to be asked, right? Right? Giving life. Oh, man. Something to think about. But watch your kids. Watch your kids. That's why I, I claim it. I take it. I understand it. I appreciate it. I, I am who I am. I'm a helicopter mom. I I watch over my kids like the hawk. And I'm okay with it. Because I guarantee you, things like this are not going to happen on my watch. And I'm not a perfect mom. I'm not a perfect parent. But I do anything and everything that I can do to protect my kid. My kids, I should say, plural. So that's that. That those are the main things that I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, I'm a little under the weather, so I might sound a little crazy. But thank you for checking in for convo number three. Convo number three. Convo number three. We gonna get it popping. Next, we gonna have a couple of people on a couple of interviews. I'm getting it concrete and scheduling the interviews in. So I hope that you tune in for those. Make sure you hit me up on Facebook, Tiffany Nicole. Hit me up on Twitter. Our Queen Tiffany, email me at midnight midnightconvos twenty four seven dot com. That email once again is midnightconvos twenty four seven at gmail dot com. And make sure you check out my blog midnightconvos dot com. I'm telling you, it's something that's new. It's something that's fresh. It's something that I really want to cultivate. I don't want to rush it and just put shit up just so it could be out i want to take my time like like a child like a plant and just make sure that it's right right so i'm looking for writers i'm looking for bloggers people that have ideas to take this shit to the next level make sure you reach out to me hit me up 
email once again is midnightconvos247 at gmail.com and the blog is midnightconvos.com my name is tiffany nicole and i'm out of here i'm gonna take some medicine and call it a night so in the meantime be good to yourself and i'll see you on convo number four take care make sure you check us out on soundcloud where it is i right, have a good night